This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Living in First Alignment channel. Today I have for you a solo episode that I'm going to do and I'm actually really excited about this because someone asked a question on Instagram about how to market yourself with human design and I thought, oh my god, this is amazing and I thought, this is I have so much to say, I can't just do a post or answer in my story. So I gave a short answer and then I'm going to do a post but the real guts of this answer is going to be in this podcast episode so what i would recommend is i'm going to be i'm going to be combining human design gene keys i'm also going to be sharing wisdom from women that i've learned i've learned most of my wisdom from eden carpenter doing her ssuc human design coaching certification program last year i'll include that in the show notes for you and also someone else that i've been following recently that really made a big impact for me is Phoebe Coons, and she is based out of Bali, and she's an incredible writer, and so I'm going to share marketing through writing, like what I learned from her, she did a really amazing masterclass on the holistic psychologist, uh, Nicole Perra. she wrote the book, How to Do the Work, she's on Instagram, she has like 4.8 million followers, and so Phoebe, being a projector that she is, really created this system and how to write content to market yourself, right? And to, you know, essentially gain clients and credibility and whatnot in the online space. So I'm going to be sharing some of that at the end of this episode as well. So I always like to acknowledge where I get my wisdom from just because I think that's really important. And so what I would recommend is listen to the episode. And then I would also recommend listening again and taking notes because I'm just going to talk to you and I'm going to share a lot. And it might be overwhelming, but once you get this down on paper and you see it for yourself and you apply it to your own human design chart, your own gene keys chart, you're going to get a lot of clarity. And so I just want this to be a resource that you can listen to and come back to and leverage this in your business. The first thing that we're going to dive into is really talking about human design and embodying your design and really looking at your authority, your strategy, your not self theme, your signature. And so I'm going to lightly touch on all of these for all five of the types. But I also want to emphasize that I really have been learning from the mentors that I follow that when we give generalized information on the types, that is really not as impactful because let's say a 1-3 generator who has an emotional authority and their sacral defined and no, nothing else defined and then another emotional generator that is a 6-2 that has more centers defined they're going to be very different and they're going to market themselves very differently. So this is why in this conversation today, I'm going to touch on the foundational aspects of human design, but then I'm really going to start leveraging specifically the gates to look at channels, defined versus undefined centers, looking at your planetary placements. Like this is specific to you. Okay. And this is going to make a difference. I'm not going to say, Oh, just because you're, you know, a, projector like you need to wait for the invitation and only show up in spaces of where you can share your wisdom like I get that's part of the strategy but it's still very generalized but if I tell you what gates to look at 
and planets and leveraging the definition in your chart that is a totally different conversation and i think it's more inclusive so i want to talk about the types briefly just to really talk about the strategy the not selfie and the signature because i think that this is really important so with the five types okay we have generators manifesting generators manifestors projectors and reflectors and each of these types have their own strategy and i think that this is really important because the way that we execute our strategy after we've used our authority to make our decisions is what is going to create the path of how we're going to co-create with the universe and market ourselves and put ourselves out there. This, All of this needs to be in alignment in order for the people that you're marketing to to receive your energy in a state that is in integrity with you. Okay, so let's say you are... I'm just going to speak for myself because I'm a, a sacral generator and I can I can really attest to this, you know, authentically. When it comes to, let's say I want to market myself and I want to share about an upcoming program, like I'm going to go into a launch or I literally just want to share content and really get myself out there. The first thing that I do is I really ask myself, you know, what is it that I want to do and do I want to create a post? Do I want to do a podcast episode? Do I want to do a collaboration with someone? And that can be a yes or no answer. One of the really powerful things that I've discovered with the sacral, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, you know, just in my other content is like, what is it that I'm responding to? Am I responding to my own ideas or am I responding to my environment? And I think that that's the key with any of the strategies with the types is that you are collaborating and co-creating with the environment okay it's like when i go to respond to something i am very particular now that i need to be responding to something that is in my environment it's either an idea a question that someone has asked me like literally the reason why i'm recording this podcast episode and it's not just an idea that came into my head out of nowhere because then i'm not co-creating with the universe i'm just co-creating in my own mind all right so getting really clear on what is it, you know, if you're waiting for the invitation, like, is it an invitation that is energetically aligned for you as a projector? If you are a reflector, are you really leveraging the energetic experience of the environment that you're in or the people that you're with? Have you given yourself the time to ride your energetic cycles before you come to a conclusion and make a decision? As a manifester, are you informing are you telling your audience what it is that you're lit up about, what you're trailblazing, right? And then obviously as a manifesting generator and generator, what are you responding to? And then once you make that response for manifesting generators, how are you informing and initiating and starting this, this project of like putting yourself out there? So this is really kind of the Kindle to the process, okay? And so I just wanted to tap into that because I think that this is really important, the way that you contemplate how you're leveraging your authority and your strategy. Because I can tell you right now from personal experience last year, and it's kind of ironic how this happened, I was collaborating slash working with a friend who is a projector and a business coach. And unfortunately, we're no longer friends or work together, which is fine, like chapters come to an end. And she was teaching me this DM strategy of, you know, this, you know, you go and you follow the people who would look like ideal clients to you. And then once they follow you back, there's a script that you follow in the DMs. And then eventually from there, you will get them into your evergreen program. Okay. I can tell you right now as a generator, this did not feel good to me because I was initiating. 
this felt like an initiation to me. It didn't feel like I was responding to anything. I mean, somebody could say like, oh, you're responding to the fact that they followed you, but it had there's an agenda behind it for me where I felt like I'm only responding to this because there's a possibility that we might work together. And so I, in that situation, even though this is a form of marketing myself to other people, I was frustrated. I was in my not-self theme. So this was telling me this is not how you're meant to market yourself, Kayla. This is not meant how you are to do sales. This is not an alignment for you. And this person that I had this connection with, they, as a projector, you know, they, I think to this day they're still doing that strategy and that might work for them. You know, I don't talk to them anymore. I don't know what it's like for them, but it's just, it's one of those things like how do you create the invitation if you're a projector in that context, if it's more of an initiating experience. So this is why when you understand the foundational aspects of your design, your strategy, your authority, your not self theme, like your not self theme is not bad. It's literally giving you feedback. So when I was frustrated last year trying to implement this strategy that someone else said works and they had evidence for it, that was literally my own energy, my own energetic imprint saying, Kayla, this is not how you're meant to market yourself. This is not how it's meant to be right? And I was saying yes to things that were a no. I was not following my authority. So this is like the train tracks of leading you in the direction of how you're going to learn how to market yourself. And so for me, what I'm noticing is when I have something to respond to in my external environment, like for example, somebody who asked me this question and inspired me to do this podcast episode, and obviously I'm like sharing and I'm marketing my wisdom, right? And who knows what's going to come of this episode. It was a yes for me. I was like, ooh, do I want to do a podcast episode? Yes. I'm going to respond to this question. And then I come on here and I'm talking about it and I'm very satisfied. I'm lit up. I have this, this warm, sacral energy where I know this is just going to like carry me on through the episode. Okay, so really all of this comes down to having this self-awareness of what is my authority, what is my strategy, what is my not-self theme, what is this telling me when I go to, to market this way or to market that way or to share about this or to create that or to say no to this, and when do I feel my signature, when am I satisfied, when do I feel at peace, when do I feel surprised, when do I feel recognition and success right? So this, this is like your feedback, your energetic feedback to yourself if what you're doing is in alignment. And this is going to circle back to what I initially said about being in integrity with yourself and your design. When you're in alignment and you're marketing from a place of integrity because what you're doing works for your energy, that is how your people are going to receive you. If we market ourselves and we show up in a way that we're doing it because there's proven results or we only rely on oh when I market this way I got I gained all these followers and I had these many people sign up for my master class and I had these number of clients sign into my group coaching program but you were exhausted frustrated angry disappointed like how is that sustainable it's not it's literally not sustainable so it really does take awareness of, you know, let's say if I was in that situation and I'd been marketing in a way that was initiating rather than waiting to respond and I'm not designed energetically to, to do that, 
then what's going to happen is it's more of my head and ajna of like, oh my God, I need to like relieve the pressure and, you know, this is how things need to work. This is how I'm certain that my marketing is working. I'm going to go and initiate because that's what got me results. So you can look at your centers. So I'm going to start talking about the centers now. You can look at your centers to see where you're in and out of alignment when it comes to marketing yourself, right? So in your human design chart, we have nine different centers okay we have the head which is about inspiration ideas we have the ajna which is about conceptualization your beliefs the throat center is obviously speaking things into existence we have the emotional center which is about processing emotions emotional awareness we have the heart slash ego slash will center which is all about your desires and willpower we have the g center which has to do with self-identity sense of direction and lovability we have the sacral center which has to do with creativity life force sexuality just passion and drive to do things that light you up we have the root center which has to do with this pressure to evolve pressure to do things within a certain timeline and then we have the splenic center which has to do with your intuition right your intuitive awareness and then we have the ajna which is your mental awareness center so i'm sharing this because the best way to consistently be able to market yourself is leveraging the definition that you have in your chart so if you're a reflector and you don't have any centers defined you're going to leverage the energy of the hanging gaze that you have in your chart myself i only have my g center and my sacral defined so my g center is very lit up i have i think i have like six gates coming off of it like hanging gates and then i have the the one connection the 515 to my sacral and then i have the uh, 1034 from my g center to sacral so the way that i share and I'm going to talk about the planets in a little bit, but the way that I share is going to come from a very strong sense of like self-identity and direction that I'm going in, in life, in business, in relationships, in lovability, and so on. And then my sacral energy is obviously this like creative passion to just create content like if you look at my instagram feed like every single graphic on there i've created every single podcast episode that i've recorded i have scheduled the interviews edited edited them published them wrote the synopsis like i'm like a creative machine and i love to create things that have to do with like my journey and my experience and so on so i leverage these centers this definition because that that definition in those centers is what allows me to have this consistent energy available within me. It's an integrity because it is within me. And so this is something that you can do is look at in your chart, like where do I have definition? What gates do you have, right? What channels do you have? How can you share and create from there? Like what resonates with you through the definition that you have? And so this is really important because this is the energy that we have to find in our chart is how we impact others. So obviously when you're marketing yourself, you want to leverage the energy that you have because that's how you're going to impact the collective. You're sharing this consistent energy that you have within you. That doesn't mean that when you have undefined gates and channels and whatnot that you can't make an impact with those. But the way that I describe, you know, undefined gates and channels and centers is like it's like a, a, a clear glass 
of, you know, where you receive the energy from others and you get to play with it, right? So let's say if you look at my chart, my G center is yellow. So let's pretend that's like a yellow golden juice, okay? And then we have my sacral center, which is red. And we'll pretend that's like a fruit punch. And you have those centers undefined. Maybe you're a projector, a manifester, a reflector. And I come to you and I'm going to share my golden fruit nectar with you from my G center. And you're going to experience that in your own way, right? So the undefined places are where we get to play with the energy of others. And this is a really great place for, you know, coaching others, for example, because you can take their energy, you can swirl it around, play with it, reflect it back to those people. So it's not to say you can't market from those places, but it's going to be more of this playful fluidity that you get to experience in those places. So that's why I'm recommending you look at the definition in your chart. So let's take a look at, I want to talk about the throat center in particular. The throat center is a very powerful center. And funnily enough, my throat center is completely open, which is rare because there's 11 gates coming off of it. And the chances of having none of them defined is obviously, you know, less likely. And so what I really love about the throat center is they say that this is the manifestation center. And the reason why they say that is because what the energetic experience that we have within us will be channeled through our speaking, our voice, because that is how we bring our ideas and our energetic experience into the outer world. It brings our inner world into our outer world. So when you have any definition in your throat or you have your throat center defined, what happens is you're just going to have a consistent tone of how you express yourself. You're going to have consistent themes of how you express yourself. Me having my throat center completely open means that I just have a more fluidity of how I express myself and I more reflect the tones of others and the environment that I'm in because like I said that is like a clear glass that is ready to receive whatever flavor of tonality, wisdom, and voice someone else wants to share with me. So I obviously for me having I guess I would say, so having an undefined or open throat, the way that I would use this center to market, what I've noticed with the open throat is that it it has a little bit of a projector vibe, right? It it's I noticed that my wisdom is most clearly channeled when I'm being invited to share. When I am, because the, the defined throat center is all about like attention, but in a good way of like making a vocal impact. So when my open throat center is out of alignment, what happens is I feel like I'm overcompensating. There's like a reactive shadow of like, I need to be seen and heard. So then actually you can probably notice this in, in the online space when people are marketing themselves, they, they're like constantly posting, they're constantly doing all these things and it seems very frantic because they're not getting the attention that they want because the open throat or undefined throat is not being recognized for its wisdom. So I've definitely seen that. I've definitely been there to be completely honest. And so what I wanted to share is that I reserve my sharing and my speaking, even showing up physically in stories on my Instagram account to when I am called to and that's how I honor that energy because I'm going to reflect back what is being asked of me so when you have this 
this center defined, you have that consistent energy available. And so one of the things that you can do when you're marketing is, and I'm going to share these affirmations based off of the gates in the throat. So you might want to write this down or at least obviously come back and listen and write it down. So I learned these from, and I mean, this is obviously shared on the internet, but I learned it from my human design coaching program with Eden. I'm going to tell you the, the different tonalities and different expresses that come from the defined gates in the throat center. And when you mark it, if it resonates with you, the way that you speak, use them because then you are consistently sharing the energy that is in integrity with you because it's defined in your chart. Not like you're trying to, you know, mimic someone else's voice or copy their copy because they were able to make an impact with it, right? That's out of alignment. That's out of integrity. That's not your voice. That's theirs. So one of the things I do having a completely open throat is I notice in a lot of my writing, I will share from myself, my own experiences. Again, that's coming from my G center, right? Self-identity. And it's also, I like to say we, you don't have to do this. If you have an undefined or open throat, I've noticed some people have shared, they also do this where it's like, you know, when they share their stories and whatnot, they say we, and it's like this reflective, like, do you resonate with this or not? Whereas when you have the defined throat center, there's going to be a lot of I statements. So I'm going to go through these now. Gate 61, you can write and share yourself through saying, I think. 23, I know. Gate 56, I believe. Gate 35, I feel. Gate 12, I could. Gate 45, I have. Gate 33, I remember. Gate 8, I contribute. Gate 31, I lead. Gate 20, I am. Gate 16, I identify. So just to kind of give some insight now that I am actually looking at this list, which is really interesting. I have the 36 hanging gate off of my emotional solar plexus consciously defined. This is also my conscious sign. I notice that when I share a lot, I will say I feel. And the reason why is because I have this gate hanging off of my emotional solar plexus, the likelihood of connecting with someone else who has a 35 is obviously, you know, quite possible. And it would be an electromagnetic gate, which means there's a chemistry of like a connection, that energy from my emotional solar plexus can then be channeled through my throat and I can express how I feel. So I'm going to talk more about connection charts with business charts and whatnot and how you can like have your voice in business. That's definitely going to have to be in another episode because I feel like I'm unloading so much wisdom in this one right now, but I just wanted to share that with you. So you can, you know, go back, listen to the list that I just read in terms of the statements that you can use, but you can use this in your marketing. Leverage your voice in your marketing. And let's say just a quick sidebar note, if you are leveraging your business chart connection to see what energy you have available within your business, you can also use the voice of your business, but just know that you always want to leverage your own definition because that will always be available. Okay. So that's another hack when it comes to marketing, looking at your throat center, whether you're defined, undefined, whether you have hanging gates, full on channels, and leveraging the messaging from those channels or definition within the gate, because you're meant to have that definition to make an impact and give that to the world. So I hope that that was, uh, that was helpful for you. So the next thing I want to talk about is we're going to dive into the conscious planets. So 
there's some of the planets I want to talk about because the planets in your chart, they have their themes, okay? So each planet has its own theme. Within the theme, you have the gate, and then within the gate, we have the line, okay? So it's, a, it's like a layered cake, essentially. So I really want to simplify this and just give you clues in terms of where to look for certain planets that I believe only one of them was told to me to literally be used for marketing, and that's your conscious Mercury. But these these planets that I picked to share with you in this podcast episode are what I believe will help you have a voice in how you market yourself in your business. So the first two are your conscious sun and earth. So from a... I'll talk about it from a human design lens first. So your conscious sun is the energy that you are here to make an impact with. Like we say it has this like father energy archetype of, you know, making that impact, showing up strong and having that, you know, fiery energy. Like literally the sun is on fire. Okay. And then we have the conscious earth. So the conscious earth has more of this like motherly persona and it's very grounding. So that's why the two of them are paired is because, you know, you have this fiery energy and then the grounding of the earth. So in in your gene keys and this is also two of the planets your conscious sun and earth and your unconscious sun and earth are what make up your incarnation cross it's also what makes up your profile which i just realized i'll have to talk about profiles in this episode as well so i'll do that later so your conscious sun and earth your unconscious sun and earth make up your activation sequence in your gene keys and in your activation sequence your conscious sun is your life's work your conscious earth is your evolution, okay? Your life's work is really what you're here to do. It's here, it's what you're here to experience. And so what what I notice is the shadow side of your life's work is really going to be like what you overcome over and over again. And that's where you're going to be gaining your wisdom from to access the frequency of the gifts and the city of that gate or that gene key, Okay. The conscious earth is going to be what grounds you. It's like what you're here to learn. Okay, so whatever gene cure gate that is plus the line is going to be how you embody that energy and what's really going to ground you. So this conscious sun and earth are really going to be having this pulling and balancing effect. And when they're out of alignment, it's going to feel quite chaotic. So I've talked a lot about my conscious sun and earth and my conscious sun is gate 36, gene key 36. The shadow is turbulence. The gift is humanity and the highest expression is compassion. For my conscious earth, which is my evolution, the shadow is conflict. The gift is diplomacy and the city is peace. So I really, the way that I share my messaging, the way that I market myself is really somebody who is very much aware of having the capacity to handle turbulence and conflict. And I really bring the humanity in of how you can embody this in your life and in in your work and in your business so that you can have this compassion and this peace of mind with where you're at in your business. This is literally why I bring this work to the collective of human design, this energetic gene keys embodiment in business because this is how you get to be in integrity with yourself. So that's just like a literal example of how I take the conscious sun and earth energy and I will share that with the collective. This is like all over my messaging on social media and how I show up and how I, how I share my story. 
And it's, it's a very emotional experience because the conscious sun and earth, the 36 and 6, are in my undefined emotional solar plexus. So I really amplify that energy because I only get to experience a consistency of it when I'm connected to someone who has that gate 35 or they have the opposition gate of 6, which I think is 50, but I'm forgetting at the top of my head. So... We have this like first half of your incarnation cross. This is like consistent energy that's available to you. The other thing I want to point out is the line. So your conscious side of the sun and earth, that line is going to be how you consciously embody that energy and bring it to the collective. So I'm a sixth line. I'm a six two cycle generator. So the sixth line is me taking the wisdom of turbulence, humanity, compassion, conflict, diplomacy, and peace, and embodying this wisdom, which is like the two line, which is unconsciously defined in my chart on the other side. And I role model this. I literally role model this. I am a teacher and I am somebody who takes this wisdom beyond as a visionary six line. So this is how I share in my content. This is how I share in my marketing. I embody my profile, which is like probably the most natural experience that you have. You don't have to do anything to embody your profile. This is just how you're energetically designed to show up. This is how you naturally show up. This is how people are going to see you. This is how you're going to see yourself. So that's just to give you an example. Life's work and evolution in the Gene Keys. First half of your incarnation cross. Now we go over into the unconscious sun and unconscious earth. And this is powerful because it's unconsciously experienced so we have your radiance which is your unconscious sun and then your purpose which is your unconscious earth so when you look at the entire activation sequence which is one of the three sequences within your gene keys and you leverage that definition even though it's unconsciously defined when you look at your radiance your radiance is really about you know having this like physical breakthrough of like what has you radiate in your life so even though this would be unconsciously defined in your chart it's still within you and ultimately that is like the impact of your message so gene key 10 which is my unconscious sign is about this like the city is being the gift is naturalness and the shadow is self-obsession so when i look at when I go through my life's work into my evolutions, into my radiance, when I am radiant in the way that I show up and how I market myself and the impact for me sharing my life's work, my evolution through my marketing, through my speaking of who I am, comes into this very natural way of being. You notice that, hey, when you can embody the turbulence and conflict in your life and business, you just get to be. You just get to be natural. There's no forcing. And funnily enough, the 10 connects to the 34, which is the gate of power and the shadow is force in that gate. So the highest expression of 10, that unconscious sun, is this balance of like this naturalness just to be. And then we come down into my purpose, which is gene key 15. And the higher expressions of that is the gift is magnetism and the city is fluorescence. And fluorescence, I literally had to look the word up because I was like, that's a fancy word. <laughs> Fluorescence is like a, f a flourishing, like a flowering. So when I leverage my voice and my marketing and the way that I share about myself and my coaching and what I do for people, and I take my activation sequence, incarnation cross, 
in human design terms, I like to look at it from the Gene Keys perspective because it's more contemplative. I can see the journey of how I market myself. I consciously share about what it means to have compassion and peace with, you know, compassion with your life's journey, your own life's work, having peace with what you're here to learn and maybe the struggles of like your business or whatever it is that you're dealing with. And then the result of that and the unconscious side, like ultimately the unconscious impact that I'm making is like showing people this, this naturalness and this beingness of, of what's possible for them being from the identity center, right? The 10 is in the G center. This is what, this is why I blend human design and gene keys is because this is how it makes sense for me, even though it might seem really high level. And then we come down into the purpose. Like my purpose is to just create this energetic space to flourish and be magnetic as you are, right? And the 15th gene key or the 15th gate is in the sacral center. And that that channel, the 5 to 15, the 15 is in the sacral center, the 5 is in the G center. That is my only conscious channel in my human design chart because I only have two centers to find. So that energy, that purpose, that 15 of like, how can you just be magnetic, like doing what it is that you love doing, like that lit up sacral energy and have it resonate with, you know, your identity and who you are and the rhythms of, I'm talking about the fifth, the fifth gate now, the rhythms and patterns in your life, right? So me understanding my energetic imprint, looking at my gene keys, my conscious, my conscious, unconscious sun and earth is what is going to help me market myself and market my message. And as I share about this in this recording, it feels very natural for me to like give you these examples because I've done so much contemplation and I've done so much digging into my own chart and like the synthesis of like gene keys and human design to like see it differently and be able to role model this to you. So those are some important keys to notice. And just so that you know, the 6-2 profile. So I've got the 6 line with the life's work and the evolution. I have the 2 line with my radiance and my purpose radiance being the unconscious sun and then my purpose being the unconscious earth so the two line there's this naturalness there's this wisdom there that i will naturally embody through my sixth line so the profiles actually this is like the perfect time for me to go into the profiles for a hot second when you look at your profiles the line is like the kind of tonality of that energy that you're experiencing. So when I shared the 6-2 profile, I'm not going to dive into all the profiles. I'm just kind of giving you a sense of direction to go and check this out. I gather this wisdom unconsciously. This is a very natural way for me to like gather this wisdom. Sometimes when I share things, I don't even know how I like know these things. I just share them. But I also embody it with integrity because I have this teacher side of wanting to share this wisdom with the collective. So... When you embody your profile, the way that you share will make an impact. And actually, I'll go through the lines. I'm just not going to go through all the profile combinations because it's 12 different profiles. The first line is about investigation, creating something new, right? Line two, the naturalness, hermit vibe of like acquiring wisdom, this very reflective energy. Line three is about being very experiential, a lot of like trial and error, figuring things out, like what works, what doesn't work. Line four is about networking community, bringing collectives together. 
line five is about having this mentorship, this hero energy, being someone who has the solutions for others and here is to, here to like guide and mentor others. And then the line six is this teacher energy, this like taking all that wisdom, taking it to the next level, being a visionary and taking it beyond what we already know from the other five lines. So that's how you can look at like another layer of embodiment when you look at your those planets. So let's talk about there's five other planets I want to talk about. Your conscious Mercury. I learned about your conscious Mercury being the gate of communication through my program with Eden. And Phoebe also talks about this, the way that she coaches about writing. So your conscious Mercury is what you're here to communicate. Coincidentally, my conscious Mercury is also 36. So not only am I embodying that with my life's work, my conscious sun energy, this is something that very naturally I will speak into existence because it is the gate 36 is in my conscious Mercury. So look at your conscious Mercury, look at what gate is in there, and then look at the line and see how you can communicate that gate and let's say like the toppings or the sprinkles of that line energy as you communicate that within your marketing. That's like how you're meant to share your story is through the conscious Mercury. The other one that I want to talk about that I think is relevant for sharing and marketing yourself is your North Node. So your North Node is the life theme that you're moving towards around age 42. Your South Node, which is the other one I recommend, is the life theme that you live until your mid-years. So if you look at this, if you consider what are my life themes right now as I move into my mid-years or maybe you're there beyond there, but you just like look at that and that's just naturally going to be wisdom that you can leverage and share with the collective because you're going to have this particular theme and when you have a theme, that means there's consistency. When there's consistency, that means you have experience. When you have experience, that means you have wisdom, okay? So I find this really interesting looking at your north node and south node like this is where you know you're leaving and where you're heading and so that can be a really powerful voice to have the way that you market yourself in terms of your experience and where your wisdom comes from another planet that i'd recommend checking out is your saturn so your saturn is what you're here to learn and my one of one of the things with the saturn is that you're you're going to have a saturn return around the age of 29 so if you have a six line, I'm just going to talk about this for a hot second. If you have a six line, whether you are a three, six, four, six, six, two, six, three, the six line has three phases and the first phase completes around the age of 29 when you have your first Saturn return. So I believe the Saturn return happens every, yeah, I guess 28, 29 years. So until the age of 29 around that realm, the six line operates as a three line. There's a lot of trial and error. Okay, so me, part of my messaging, I'm turning 32 next month and I can tell you literally up until about the age of 28, 29, I worked so many different jobs. I lived in a couple of different countries, a couple of different provinces. I just had a lot of experience and I had all this trial and error experience and it was like literally sad and return hit and I was like, I'm good. And you, you go to what we call on the roof. So then I'm, I've gone from all this experience, all this trial and error, and now I'm on the roof where it's like a very like sort of reflecting on the wisdom. So this is another way, if you have a six line in your profile, you can share about your Saturn return experience, 
right? And then if once you're off the roof, which is the second phase, it starts around the age of 50 and then you lead into this energy of mastery, you know, that is obviously going into the North Node energy as well, then you can share about that in your marketing, share about your experience and your wisdom that way. So I hope that makes sense. If you have a sixth line, you're going to have that experience of the Saturn return. But either way, if you don't have a sixth line in your profile, then you're still going to have that energetic experience within your Saturn planet. The gate that's in there is, is really going to be about what you're here to learn. So it'd be really interesting for you to reflect on that and notice those themes in your life. The last one that I want to talk about is Uranus. So the planet Uranus, not your butt. Okay, planet Uranus. Obviously had to plug in that very childish joke for a hot second. So the planet Uranus, Uranus, <laughs> is about to expect the unexpected and really about embracing your quirkiness. So when you look at the gate of Uranus, it's like, where, like, what is this like quirky energy that I have available within this? And how can you express that? Right? Cause you, I, for me, when I meet somebody that's funny, somebody that's goofy, somebody who's like really authentic and able to express themselves, I feel safe with them. And that naturally creates a connection. That's a really good marketing tactic right? So having that experience of connecting with someone based off their quirkiness and you're really owning that gate definition in your chart is literally another way that you can market yourself and create your content. So those are the planets to contemplate, just to quickly summarize, your conscious sun and earth. So conscious side, conscious sun and earth, Mercury, North node, South node, Saturn, and Uranus. Okay. And then obviously I talked about the unconscious sun and earth and I went into the gene keys and like dabbled in the activation sequence just to give you a bit of an idea of like how you can project that energy and share it with the collective. So that's the sort of chapter around the planets that I wanted to share with you. So the next thing that I want to talk about is the six different types of content that I learned from Phoebe. And I think this is really powerful. And I feel like literally, oh, I'm actually so excited about this episode. I feel like I could turn this into a freaking course, to be honest. Taking everything I just told you and then channeling it into these six ways of writing content is literally a recipe for you to thrive in how you market yourself. So looking at your human design embodiment, I talked to you about the types, your authority, strategies, not self-theme and signatures so that you can be in integrity with yourself and your energy. I talked about how you can leverage the throat center, whether you're open, undefined, or you have hanging gates and channels, the affirmations and the way that you write, how you can leverage that. And then I dove into the planets and I gave you like five, six, seven examples of different planets that you can use and how you can leverage the gene keys on getting that energetic imprint that you can share and like project into the world. And now we're going to talk about the six types of content. So Phoebe did this really amazing masterclass and she did this deep dive into analyzing Nicole Perez content and why she's so successful at growing an audience to almost like 5 million people. And she, she boil it down to six different types of content. The first one is why content. So you're going to be, and this is the most important, is the type of content that gives people the reasons to understand and help them and whatever it is that they're dealing with. They're, giving, they're getting the answers to their why. 
their why. They want the answers to their questions. So this is the number one. Like people love having something that they can like relate to and get certainty from. The next one is the second most important type of content is scenario content. So this is really creating situations or details or giving signs that will give people an identity to particular symptoms or things that they're experiencing to help them be more aware of the truth that they may have a problem or they may be experiencing something that they're just unaware of. So that that scenario content really gives that self-awareness, right? It's like this, these like mini aha moments of them being able to relate to something that you're sharing. The next one is what content. So this is, you know, just really simple concepts that you think people know, but maybe they don't. And you're really good at vocalizing this and sharing this wisdom, the third one, or the fourth one, sorry, is insight content. So this is like truth bombs. So that's just like you sharing about yourself, having a, a revelation experience, sharing, you know, epiphanies and just really leveraging your own perspective and leaving it there to just make an impact, right? This might look like a quote. This might look like, you know, a quick snippet of something that you're doing that would just like evoke people to shift, think, and have this little mini transformation, the fifth one is story content. So this is really about storytelling and just really something that is like emotionally charged that people can relate to because obviously not that, what is it? Misery loves company. Company loves misery. Misery loves company. Not in that context, but even just even just in the context of like when two humans are able to connect to each other emotionally, like we are emotional beings. So when you can really leverage how to tell a story that evokes an emotion, that's ultimately what people want to feel. Like if you literally look at Netflix and the different types of shows on there, whether even if it's reality TV, a documentary, whatever it is, there's always going to be this, this way of evoking a certain emotions to create a connection. And if you think about when you watch movies and you have particular characters that you really love, or it takes you a while to love them, eventually it's because you make this emotional connection, right? So the power of emotion is, is really big. And that comes from telling a story. And then the last one is how to content. So this is really what she calls a micro transformation. So it's just, it's not, it's not something she says that should take up the majority of the content that you create. The how-to, because if you think about it, like a how-to is like kind of telling someone how to do something. But when you create, if you look up in the other suggestions, like the why content or the scenario content, which are the top two in her recommended ways of creating content, those are creating this sort of ambience for people to relate to. So they still feel like they're in control of their experience when they engage with what you're creating. How-to content is very informative. It's very projectile in terms of making an impact. So if you imagine, unless that's really what you're looking for, if you go to someone's page and every single post is how-to, 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 it just feels like a lot of work. So this is why this is in the bottom of the chain when it comes to the six different ways to write content. So just to kind of go over it really quick again, why content, scenario content, those are the top two, what content, insightful content, story content, and how content. So you now have these six little bubbles of themes of content that you can write to market yourself. Now you can go to your human design chart, 
Look up the planets I told you to look up. Look up your lines, look up your profiles, look up your gene keys, and you can literally see the energetic imprints that you are here to share with the world. And then you're gonna go and you're gonna look at your human design, you're gonna look at the foundational aspects, you're going to connect with yourself, know when you're experiencing your not self theme, when you're not following your authority, when you are following your authority and you're experiencing your signature. That's how you're gonna know that the marketing content that you are creating is going to make an impact. And then you're going to eliminate the agenda issue of thinking you have to do it a certain way in order to get results. And it's interesting because everything that I shared with you, I've literally started doing probably in the last two months and I've gained more followers, like completely organically. I don't pay for ads, nothing. I don't have anyone else working in my business. It's just me. I've gained almost 100 followers and I really haven't done much except for shift how I'm marketing myself, how I'm sharing and really leveraging the definition of my chart in the content that I'm creating. In the podcast episodes I'm recording, in the posts that I create and share, what I post in my stories on Instagram, everything. I've been leveraging all of this and experimenting with it, playing with it, and I've noticed, I've noticed a shift. So I really believe in everything that I just shared with you today. I think that this episode could literally be a massive game changer for anyone who listens. I acknowledge that this is a freaking long episode and I shared a lot and you're probably going to have to listen to it again and take notes, but there's, there's literally a formula in this episode. And I really love that I was able to synthesize so many things together and be like, oh, this is how you show up energetically in your business. This is how you're going to market yourself from a place of integrity because you're literally embodying your own energy and you're not trying to freaking replicate what somebody else is doing because they have tens of thousands of followers and they've sold X amount of money in their programs and they've blah, blah, blah. This is literally all about you. This is, this is a, a massive opportunity for you to embody you, like radical self-acceptance and looking at your gifts and paying attention to them and taking a magnifying glass and amplifying them and just really owning that and showing up. And I'm so curious to hear your feedback when you take this on and implement this in your business. So anyone who's listening to this, and you took the notes and you went and did the work, I want to hear from you because I know this works because I implemented it in my own way and I'm inviting you to take this sort of framework and implement it with your own energetic imprint and I want to know what happens. So this episode was loaded. I'm so excited and I want to thank I want to thank the questions that I get to respond to because this is what happens. Then I go and I co-create something with the universe and I channel this amazing podcast episode that's like going to make such a huge impact for people. So I just want to thank you to the listeners for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet to the channel, please do. I have like so much amazing content coming out this year. It's absolutely insane. My goal is to get to 300 episodes by the end of the year. So I'm excited about that. And if you're listening on Spotify... It takes two seconds to leave a five-star review. Just click the stars. If you're on Apple, if you can please leave even just a couple words, share what episode you love. This will help me get this work. This is like free work that, I, that I'm creating out of like the passion of my heart and sacral that I want to share with the world. So I want to thank you for, for listening and sharing and engaging. And I'm really excited to chat with you in the next episode.